This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Surewinder.com. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan with Torsion Talk Podcasts. Thank you for joining us today. This episode completes season three. Holy cow. I can't believe I made it this long, to be honest with you. Um, it's actually become a thing. Like the podcast is a thing. When we first started, I really just had an idea. I was thinking, you know, hey, we'll do this podcast. We'll see what it becomes. We're blessed, dude. We're blessed. Adrian couldn't have done it without you. This whole thing started. I mean, I had the idea, but it all started with me and Adrian's garage, uh, selling him and his family a garage door. And we got to talking and in, in, in his garage, he had this mad scientist lab. <laughs> he thinks that's funny. Um, and I was, I'm very passionate about cool stuff and, and, and learning and, he had a YouTube channel and started telling me about it. And I told him how I wanted to do a podcast. And next thing you know, here we are three seasons in. This is incredible. I mean, I'm really grateful for all of our listeners, but I really want to give a shout out to the manufacturers that accepted our invitation and came on the show. Um, it was a lot more difficult than I anticipated season three uh, getting interviewees, um, two companies that I tried really hard to get on, but failed LiftMaster and CHI, which was probably the most surprising out of all of them, uh, primarily because I used both of those vendors as kind of like my primary, um, before season three, I've since, um, kind of not completely left CHI, but most of my business now goes to Clopay uh, because of the podcast, actually. Just my uh, interaction with them and their responsiveness and, and willingness to come on the show and, and the education. I started digging a little deeper, and we kind of focus on higher indoors, and they had a great selection. So that's worked out really well for us. Uh, but I, in my opinion, I don't think there's too many better-looking steel doors than the CHI plank. Love that door. Um, you know, we used to sell a bunch of them. Um, we don't sell as many now, but we, we definitely sell our, our share. And then LiftMaster, I think went from getting like 90% of our, our operator, uh, orders to now they're probably at like 30. Um, and, uh, it's no, um, no knock on them. We've just learned about other products during this process and, it's, uh, we, we have, I would say Jeannie has eaten a lot of their market share with us. Um, not just because they were available. Um, I think the process was starting 
um, at the expo because of Mike, um, their president. Let me just tell you guys something real quick about uh, Jeannie. I'm just so freaking impressed. Um, you know, the, the idea that a president of a company is willing to take the time to speak to dealers says a lot about who they are, number one. Number two, um, you know, to receive messages from the president as a dealer uh, also goes a long ways. Uh, you know, I get random messages from him. And, and yeah, he probably, I don't know, knows or doesn't know, but uh, the fact that he's communicating with the reps and the reps are communicating with him and then he's communicating with us is a big deal. Um, I got a um, an email from him after our we had a grand opening ribbon cutting. By the way, if you guys move, that's a great way to promote your business. Uh, if you move into a new location, definitely milk that all you can. Once you get moved in and organized, go ahead and launch a campaign where you invite all of your, your current database, all your vendors, uh, local friends, family, cater that, uh, you know, take some pictures, put it on social media, grand opening, create an event, invite all your friends. We, we had close to 100 people here. And, uh, and, and, you know, anytime I can get people in my building and make an impression, uh, that that's a win. So, uh, but long story short, uh, Mike, I guess one of his guys had taken a picture or something of the uh, event and sent it to Mike. And Mike emailed me and said, "Hey, I heard it went great. Um, you know, thanks for having us. Uh, we appreciate you as a partner." Here I am, just a little old dealer, nobody special, and I'm getting an email from the president of Genie randomly. Saying, hey, I heard it went great. Good job. Congratulations. You know, that's the that's the special that's that is where I'm hoping to get my marketing company, right? To where we make every customer feel special. It's personalized. You're important to me. I know you're just a little piece of the puzzle, but we need every piece of the puzzle. And you're important because without you, we don't have a puzzle. That's the way business is supposed to be done. And you have to build your business that way. And so anyway, I just want to say thank you to Jeannie. Thank you, Mike. Thank you to my rep, Brian, uh, Robert. Uh, I think he's the regional guy. Uh, just kudos. Danielle on social media. What a fabulous do job she does. Um, uh, she's an all-star. So two companies I really wanted to get on was uh, LiftMaster and CHI. I did have some conversation with LiftMaster about the interview. Uh, we actually were supposed to record yesterday, but apparently there was a scheduling issue. Um, you know, I did tell them that I had a lot of great things to say, and there was going to be some difficult questions, and we went over some of those questions together. I felt like it was um, fair to discuss those. Um, and they, they are interested in coming on, maybe at a later date. Um, we already have, uh, season four scheduled out, but we're going to be doing some, uh, until season four launches, we're gonna have some bonus episodes that come out between now and then. And, um, maybe we interview them for a bonus episode. I don't know. We'll check it out. Uh, but I told them that this was a great opportunity 
to address some things with dealers that dealers have been asking about with no answers. And so, um, and I think there's some great conversations to be had around some of the innovative things that they're doing as well, uh, which I'm really excited about personally. So lots of questions, lots of things to address, lots of changes in our industry. I think the, um, I've learned so much about suppliers during this time and made some great friendships with suppliers during this time uh, that my eyes have been opened. We've, uh, we now buy our rollers from our first episode, which is Garage Door uh, Parts Plus. Uh, very happy, been very happy with their rollers. Um, we've switched from CHI to Clopay from the interview that I had. Uh, we're now selling more genies, which kind of sparked before, but I didn't really start buying them until after the episode. Um, and I'm now looking into Marintech. If you didn't check out the last episode I did with Marintech, it's a great episode. If you want to learn about a product that's uh, not super popular on the market, I think we all tend to uh, lean towards what we're comfortable with and then whatever we're not comfortable with. We kind of put in a box and maybe we have a good idea that we want to go visit that box one day. But I think as professionals, as door dealers, it's our responsibility to educate ourselves, not just on our product, but other products out there because you guys have to service them. Uh, If you go to install a door, you got to be able to uh, set the limits, um, you know, and hey, guess what? You never know. You may like it if you dug deep enough and learned more about it. I think this season has been um, part of our educational, uh, probably our most educational season yet. And, um, we've gotten a lot of good feedback from dealers. I really appreciate it when you guys reach out and, um, and, uh, let me know what you like about the show. Uh, I think that makes a big difference because it gives me some guidance on what in particular that we're doing that goes well. So, Keep that up, um, and just so you know, it's never an inconvenience uh, to receive a message. I probably get one or two a week uh, from from people who listen to the show talking about, hey, I just listened to this show, or I really like this, or hey, I've got some ideas, or um, even if you think you would be a great uh, guest on the show, we, uh, we have a running list that we keep. It's a spreadsheet. And so if you shoot us a message, you've got a cool story that you'd like to share. We are open to that. Uh, may not happen immediately, but we uh, we are trying to do planning and, and be a little bit efficient for the future. But if we have an opportunity, we can bring you on the show. If you have a special expertise that you uh, are really good at, hit me up. We might have a topic where we need to bring you on the show. So those are all great things. Um I just want to talk a little bit about suppliers and dealers and the dynamics between the two for just a minute before we kind of wrap up season four. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. I don't think that brand loyalty is the way to go. Um, And I know I'm probably not winning over any of my vendors with this, but as we can see through this pandemic, that not all manufacturers are equal. And when evaluating a manufacturer or a supplier, there's multiple things you have to take into consideration. First and foremost is the product. And in the product, you have to take consideration quality, uh, the offerings, like what what type of styles they have, aesthetics, 
uh, pricing. There's so many things, right? Distribution, customer service, warranty, follow through. And not a lot of manufacturers or suppliers do all of those things very well. And I must say, it's very difficult to do all of those things very well. However, I think it changes. I think some manufacturers hire new leadership. I think some manufacturers evolve. Hopefully through this podcast, maybe they've taken away a few pointers and and are willing to improve. I think that as dealers, we have to hold them to a higher standard, not in a negative way, but more in a positive reinforcement and a direct, this is what I don't like. Like, I think it's okay. I don't think the right thing to do is to go on social media and bash your vendor for certain things. Um, I think we all know that there's definitely plenty of manufacturers that are struggling right now, some of which may or may not be to uh, you know their own issues. I think COVID has definitely flipped the world upside down. We have an election year. Things are crazy. Um, lots of improvement can be made but we could say the same thing about the dealers as well, right? So uh, I think we're all just need to focus on improving daily from a dealer point of view as well as from a manufacturer point of view and be honest with each other, right? Like I I told Clope, look, I'm not loyal to any one brand, but I do like to buy most of my doors from one company. And... If you guys are willing, I would love for that company to be Clope. And I, I, I made that decision based on a few factors. One was customer service. I've never experienced better customer service onboarding with a d- door manufacturer than I have with them. Um, I think I've, I've bragged enough about Noel and, um, and her efforts in communication with me um, and, and kind of watching my back constantly. I mean, every dealer needs a Noel. Um, I, I feel like I made the decision to do that because um, I think every manufacturer has quality control problems. It's manufacturing, and that is a part of what they do is try to find issues And a lot of times those issues don't get found unless we speak up as dealers. I think we got to do a really good job. I think the manufacturer got to do a good job of finding ways to learn about their problems. I think dealers got to do a good job of communicating the problems. And, uh, and like I had mentioned earlier, I don't think that, um, that the, uh, the platform of social media just blasting is the best idea. Um, it's almost become like a standard. Um, but at the same time, I think that there's opportunities that aren't being taken advantage of. I'll give you an example. Uh, Service Titan. They have a Facebook group. And uh, they have product team in there. They have sales reps in there, support reps in there. And what I like about it is, um, you know, you can post honest stuff in there. Like, hey, this is happening and I don't like it. And it's a closed group with a bunch of Service Titan members and staff from Service Titan, and they'll address it. And I love that. Like, you know, they don't always handle it perfectly, but that's okay. But they're, they they can't not hear me because, 
they're in the group, right? And and I know that if I post something in there, it's going to be seen by sales, support, and product. I think that that needs to happen. I, I would I would venture to say we should probably have a closed group for every manufacturer, every supplier, and they can control it. And I think they need to invite team members from different departments so that dealers can give the feedback uh, in a constructive manner so that the manufacturers can take action on it. So uh, that's just one idea that I have. Um, I'm really excited. I'm meeting with IDA uh, this week to learn more about the evolution of IDA. I hope to bring them on the show soon. I'm an IDA fan. I'm really excited about uh, the future of IDA and uh, how IDA is evolving. I've really seen uh, a lot of better communication since um, the new management company has taken over, I would like to see even better, more communication. I'd like to see uh, more information. I know I was just on a call with um, the deal, new executive dealer council. We had 20-something dealers on that call. Uh, if you're a dealer, I, I genuinely think that it is important that you join these calls that they have. Um, I don't know if there's a limit to how many people can join, but... If you are interested in changing or shifting the industry and being in the know on what's going on uh, with IDA, which is International Door Association, and the trends happening and uh, some of the things that are coming up, I strongly suggest you get on there. Let your voice be heard. They allowed us to ask questions. They were pretty upfront about answering them. Um, and, And I think it's important that we represent ourselves. Here's where I feel like we need to do a better job is we need to be more involved in IDA as dealers. I went on to their leadership um, page on their website the other day after the conference call. And I was really surprised uh, to see that I think 10 out of 16 of the board members voting on things are manufacturers representatives. And so uh, I'm, I've posed some questions to IDA. Um, they're handling them extremely well. Um, but I ju- I'm a curious dude. And my questions are things like, hey, uh, can manufacturers vote on things related to dealers unbiasedly, uh, without bias? And I would say that it's very difficult, especially if that affected them in some form or fashion. So I'm really excited to hear um, some of the background of IDA and how that came about. I'm guessing, honestly, my number one guess would be just a lack of participation from dealers. Um, the, the professionalism and education from the manufacturers is probably a great reason to have them on. Um, and maybe money. I don't know. Uh, but I do know that manufacturers also are part of, um, forming this industry. I think they're an important part of it. I think we need to recognize that. I would like to eventually see an all-dealer leadership uh, executive team on the board of IDA. Uh, And I would like to see them of all sizes. I would love to see a franchise representative like Precision. I would love to see, uh, or I'll give a shout out to my boy who just started his own franchise. I think it's Access. We've got... um, 
I would like to see uh, medium-sized companies. I would like to see companies that are my size, that are, you know, younger, not huge, but not small. Um, And then I think there needs to be representatives from the mom-and-pop shops, the two- and three-employees. All of our needs are slightly different, but all of them are equal, and I think that they all need to be heard and recognized. And so um, I'm excited to have a conversation with IDA and kind of express some of these things. Um, I do think that it's important, and I'm asking dealers nationwide to to be proactive in – in your efforts to supporting our industry, supporting IDA. And also, um, I also want to mention that I do think it's important that we have representatives uh, run for the board. And uh, I would like to eventually see 100% participation of dealers as board members um, at all levels. And so I I do have to throw out a disclaimer um, out there. We are in uh, final conversations they've committed uh IDA to be in a um a sponsorship for season four that's not affecting this conversation um whatsoever and not not the reason why I started it but I do feel like uh I will always be transparent and honest and straightforward in the things I like and don't like um and so I am I am doing that now I think there's room for improvement uh, and I have to say, I think participation is probably uh, a huge lack. There's a lot of dealers out there. I think they mentioned that there's like 2,000 members in IDA. I would, you know, I think it would be great if we had a better representation. Um, I don't know how many total dealers there are out there, but uh, definitely a lot more than 2,000. Um, you know, I think by by supporting IDA, you're supporting our industry. And then by participating, I think you're supporting our industry and protecting it in some form or fashion uh, with purity because I believe that a non-biased opinion when voting on topics for garage door dealers need to be done by garage door dealers. Um, And so I'm I'm guessing, but I'm thinking it's participation. Um, Information is probably very good from the manufacturers, uh, but I think that we can... Uh, try to work it out with them to have a hundred percent participation. It's going to take some commitment and I don't know who that's from. I actually asked myself the other day, Ryan, would you like to be on the board of the IDA? And quite frankly, it felt a little overwhelming. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I would really want to know what the commitment level would be as a dealer. We're always running around like crazy and, I feel like uh, that that's a pretty big undertaking and, and thus why I believe we probably have a lack of participation from dealers. So long story short, uh, we're going to have some conversations with IDA. Uh, we're probably going to bring them on the show here soon and, um, and let them uh, tell a little bit of the history of IDA, some of the great things they've done for us as, a, as a, an industry. And, uh, and then maybe if you guys have some feedback, I would love to share some things, some ideas that the industry has on what IDA can do, um, that they're not doing. Maybe they haven't thought about it. Uh, I know I have a unique perspective. I've been in multiple, uh, careers in multiple industries, been to multiple industry expos and associations, uh, meetings and part of different associations. 
And I think uh, there's a lot of great ideas that we can steal from other industries that we aren't currently doing. And so um, we're going to have all those conversations, but I'd love your feedback. Hit me up on Facebook or go to Torch and Talk podcast Facebook page and shoot us a message if you have a question or suggestion that you would like to share with us about uh, my conversation with IDA. I'd love to hear that. Um, And this is an effort to make things better, right? I think we can all get better. Uh, We can get better as IDA, we can get better as suppliers, we can get better as dealers. And my quest for this, if we're looking at results, is I want to raise the bar in the industry and make it better. Uh, But the, the goal of the podcast is to entertain and educate and Hopefully we do a good job of that. And, uh, but this right here, this particular topic, I want to uh, bridge the gap so that we have communication and participation uh, with IDA as well as, um, you know, open up difficult conversations and try to make it better. And so if we can do that as, a, as, a, as an industry, uh, as an association, and as manufacturers, I think we should. And so, um, first of all, I want to thank all the suppliers that came on, all the dealers that support us just by listening makes a huge difference because we're able to supply those numbers to our sponsors who fund the podcast because without them, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be have all this nice equipment. And so, uh, we want to thank our sponsors for season three, uh, which were Somer, Surewinder and Service Titan. I want to give a shout out to my marketing team. Uh, first of all, Adrian, amazing job again with season three. Um, thank you so much for everything that you do. Austin and Emma and the marketing team do a f- fabulous job building websites and uh, taking all the people that reach out to us through the podcast, uh, inquiring about uh, our services. You can check us out at suchandsuchmedia.com. We have all of our services and pricing there. And uh, manufacturers, uh, we are looking for partnerships to partner with you guys to help make your dealers more effective uh, by ranking higher and having a, um, a nice branded website. So if you're interested in that, hit us up. By the way, speaking of sponsors, before we cut you loose, check them out. Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer USA.com. That's S O M M E R USA.com or contact their Charlotte office at 877 766 6607. One of the hottest topics with garage door companies in 2020 is what's the best dispatch software? I run my business with Service Titan. I wouldn't have it any other way. Service Titan is the premium software that allows you to run every aspect of your business quickly and smoothly. It's not just a dispatch software. I use them for credit card processing, marketing automation, business intelligence, follow-up, and even maintenance agreements. 
My staff likes it because they can build quotes quickly and easily, and the price is already there. I like it because I get a ton of five-star reviews from customers who love the automated communication. We've seen a huge increase in our revenue per job by offering set pricing and multiple quotes. If you're interested in scheduling a demo with Service Titan, go to servicetitan.com forward slash torsion talk or call 888-809-7457. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We really appreciate your support for season three. We got some great things in the pipeline for season four that if you listen, I promise you will impact your business in a positive manner. We're going to be trading a lot of our secrets out there. I know it might help our competition, but we've been helping them for years anyway, so we might as well just lay it all out there. Season four is going to be unbelievable. You are not going to want to miss it, and it starts the first week of December. In the meantime, we're going to have some bonus episodes to keep you guys engaged. We hope you enjoy. Thank you for a great season three.